Well, we have some very, uh, I, I think this first reading from the book of Sirach is really profound, and it's amazing. I mean, really, if you, if you really take seriously what he's talking about with friendship, um, you're going to go a long way in life. And then, of course, we got the famous passage from the Gospel where Jesus lays down the uh, indissolubility and the permanence and unity um, of marriage, which, of course, is a very challenging teaching. But both both readings seem to have to do with communion between human beings. Can human beings get along? I think that's really kind of what they have in common. Can human beings really get along? It's doubtful that they can. It's very doubtful that they can. And uh, in Syrac, this passage where he, he talks about friendship, again, really uh, just amazing advice if you really think and reflect about what he's saying. He's really striking a balance a perfect balance between, you know, what it is, and this 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 goes for friendship and it goes for romantic relationships as well. There is um, there is a uh, no, there's a word I'm trying to look for here. I'm trying to search for it in my mind. It's um, uh, hmm. in, so you can enter into a friendship too quickly, okay. You can enter into a romantic relationship too quickly. So on the one hand, you've got this thing. It's like they're, they're, the person is too precipitous. They they enter right into this friendship. They enter right into this romantic relationship. They're really excited about this person. Great guy. Oh, this woman's beautiful. X, Y, and Z. And they see the good things of this person. But there's an idealization that takes place. And, uh, oh, this is the word I'm looking for. It's premature. Okay, it's a premature commitment, a premature trust that's being given to this person. It's premature. Okay, and if they were just to be a little more cautious and slow about it, they'll be less disappointed in the future. Because they, as they start to go on into the relationship, they find like, oh, this guy's really not someone you can trust. He betrayed me in this business deal or whatever it was. He was a fine weather friend. You know, things got tough. He left me. Or in a romantic relationship where I thought this person was, you know, the sun rose and, and set over her left ear and suddenly she turns out to be, you know, not so great. You know, I over, over idealize the person. So there's a premature giving of trust. So if you're just a little bit more cautious, then you're going to be less disappointed in the future. Okay. So that's what he's advising. But at the same time, he's not saying, see, so now the, the, the problem happens is this. When we get bit, and we say, oh, I'm never going to go near another dog again. Okay, that's stupid, right? Okay, oh, I'll never trust another woman. I'll never trust another man. I'll never trust another friend. <laughs> you know, and thank God that that trust and communion still is possible. It really is still is possible. And so Syrac is not advocating, you know, go off and be a hermit and never try to have a relationship with anybody. But he's saying, be careful. Don't prematurely trust. Test and after a while, after a long process of discernment, then you can really find a friend. And the same goes for romantic relationships, too. I see young people today enter into these really intense, emotionally um, intense relationships when they're 15 years old or 16 years old. It's crazy. Parents really have to say, put the brakes on. Okay, No exclusive relationships until you're a little bit older. Sure, 
have fun, go double dutch as the old fashioned, you know, saying goes, you know, go to dances, you know, maybe spend some time on an individual basis with a couple different people, but just take it easy. Don't enter into these really intense relationships that end up in sex. Okay, and then they break up and they're heartbroken and the virginity's lost and then they do it again. And then they do it again and then they do it again and then they do it again. And by the time they're 30 years old and they marry, they've been with, they've had intercourse with 15 people. Okay, and their ability to really give themselves and open themselves up and be vulnerable, it's all kind of diminished. It's very sad, very sad because it's a premature giving of oneself to another and something that's very, very serious and very uh, risky. And, you know, but thank God that we can do that. It is possible. So Cyrus is not saying, oh, don't ever trust anybody, don't ever love. But the key lies at the end of his the, his passage. He says, a faithful friend is a life-saving remedy such as he who fears God finds. So that's the key. If you want to find someone that you can really trust as a friend, if you really want to find a spouse that you can live with for the rest of your life and really share true communion with. You yourself have to be a godly person. You have to abide by the moral law. It says, For he who fears God behaves accordingly, and his friend will be like himself. Healthy people attract healthy people. Sick people attract sick people to them. Okay? Um... Friendship is based, true friendship and true love is based on virtue. And unless that's the foundation of your relationship, it's, it's not going to work. And so this is where we get, you know, divorce is a, is a consequence of our fallen human nature. Uh, and the war between the sexes is, is a, is a very live and real thing. You know, and you've got the best, like, the best guy ever to kind of explore this whole idea of the war between the sexes is Shakespeare. So if you read a lot of Shakespeare's plays, he's able to, you know, really capture the kind of disgust that women have with men and the kind of disgust that men can have with women. He captures it really, really well in a funny, trenchant, you know, right on kind of manner. And I, what, what, what is that? You know, I, I see these premature kind of romances that take place and then the breakup and then they hate each other. And, you know, there's a passage in the Old Testament, um, this guy, uh, he's actually one of David's. It's kind of a weird situation. It's like quasi-incestuous because David, you know, David had many different wives. And so some uh, one son of his from one wife fell in love with a daughter of his from another wife. Okay, so they were half brother, half sister. And this guy had this intense passion for this woman. And he essentially ends up raping her. And it says after he, he lays with her, it says that... The hatred with which he hated her was stronger than the love with which he had loved her. Isn't that interesting how it just can, that, that you have this love for this person and then you get, something happens and you just, then you hate him. Isn't that bizarre? You know, one moment, you know, Johnny is the greatest guy ever. A month later, Johnny's a demon from hell and I hate his guts. Why is that? Well, you know, in the case of David's son, uh, he did something immoral. He was unchaste. He, he was ungodly. And I think what happens is we really, when we don't abide by God's law, we really actually come to disrespect ourselves. We, we actually hate ourselves deep down inside. But we can't really face that, so we externalize it on the other person. 
And we might we might really see the flaws in that person, but the kind of anger and hatred really is is for oneself, but we direct it outwards to the other person. So the solution, in the end of the day, my brothers and sisters, is that we have to be godly, we have to be chaste, we have to be self-controlled, we have to truly respect ourselves and one another. And if we do that, little by little, and if we're cautious, uh, we don't idealize others, but we approach them in truth because we're truthful about ourselves and truthful about ourselves before God, we'll find real friends, we'll find real uh, romantic relationships, and the communion between human beings, between human beings in general, and between the sexes, between men and women, uh, will be realized, and that's God's intention for us.